podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The tenth time they've made it! They've won a playoff campaign! And they've done it at Wembley! And for the first time in 74 years, Brentford will play in the top flight of English football! And he puts it in! Sergi Carroll has scored the first goal! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Eden Road Podcast. On today's show, we will be chatting about a Brian and Brumos-inspired comeback against Spurs last weekend, some questions from the GBG and away day segment, and a look forward to the final date against Man City on Sunday. All that, plus some talk on Ivan Tony following his eight-month ban from football. Remember, guys, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Spotify channel too. Leave a rating and follow us on Twitter on at the Eden Road. Uh, we're back in the studio today. Joining me, Clayton. Clayton, how are we? Good. <laughs> uh, also joined by Callum all good mate very good perfect cool we'll just get straight into this then uh, talk about Tottenham first bit of a weird game against Tottenham last week first half pretty diabolical don't think anyone could have really saw that second half coming could we no at half time I was just saying I, I knew I shouldn't have came uh, and then by the end of the game I was like I knew there was a reason I came um, <laughs> that was basically my day summed up that's just being a football fan <laughs> yeah no but after the, after the Tottenham game last season uh, on a Thursday night it's just not a pleasant experience yeah uh, I don't know. I, there's something that neck of the woods. The stadium's a bit soulless. I was just like, I'm not. I don't fancy coming back here. Mm. Then I saw. Then I was like, well, you know, saw the fixtures, saw the form and Spurs are in uh, Sunday, Saturday. So I bought a ticket, and then by half time, I was like, why did I buy a ticket? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, by full time, I was very glad I bought a ticket. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good, Callum. That yeah, was um, yeah, first half a bit frustrating, uh, as you boys know. Um, but I mean, the second half performance was was a very good one, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say one of the best I've seen for a long time with Brentford. Very clinical, put away our chances. Could have had a few more. I think three one actually flattered us in the in the, in the, in the spirit of things. But uh, yeah, three one and takes it to the last day with a European place up for grabs. So brilliant, yeah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, we'll talk we'll talk about the last day uh, towards the end of the episode. Will mm. on Twitter said uh, we must show some love to to Brian after that performance. Mm. Uh, both goals taken so well. That's him at his best. But you, I, I know where he's coming from because we I do what well, I do kind of slag him off sometimes. But I've always said oh, yeah, I've, I've always said when he's when he's on his day he's really really good. Yeah, mm. I'd like to think we could pull some clips up. Obviously. <laughs> I'm fair. That's always our argument, quite quite regularly. Is yeah. he's so good? Like the positions he gets in. That's why he misses quite a few chances. Like his movement and stuff is so great, and that's why we're frustrated with it's. It, me and you always complain about the inconsistency that they're not not <coughs> finishing those chances consistently, and well, uh, a mix of some great finishing and maybe a bit of Fraser Forster magic uh, on Saturday. <laughs> some gr- two great finishes and a, a good assist as well. Unselfish kind mm, of passed yeah. off to Weiss. So yeah, he was, he was unbelievable. I know. He's, uh, it's like you say, it's the argument. We just need to see that that consistency now. Mm-hmm. Now that Tony's gone, maybe, you know, I heard a few people saying, uh, Jay, Jay put a piece out on on the Athletic saying, you know, this is his time to step up and it, Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed next season. Absolutely, I hope he does. I mean, this is what I, I back you two up and say. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I back every. I back you up and say the frustrating thing with Embuemo is the fact he doesn't do it enough, and mm-hmm. uh, and we've seen his quality there exactly with two fantastic finishes there on on Saturday, uh, some really good assists over the previous weeks as well. Uh, the goal the week before as well against West Ham. We just need to see it. More regularly because though I mean especially the second one I look at the second goal right in the bottom corner yeah he slots it oh I mean great ball by Hickey to start with we, we, we must tight though isn't it it's it was very tight and and the fact he put it away with such composure mm. at such a tight angle 
This is what we've seen back in the Championship, I think. I don't think we've seen enough of it in the Premier League, mm-hmm. and that has proved he can do it. So, I mean, no, keep it on and keep, I mean, hopefully next season, absolutely see more of that. It would be nice to see. Yeah, it's like that mm. goal at Liverpool, wasn't it, as well? The one that was offside. Yeah, yeah. Where, when he slotted it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was an unbelievable goal. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of goes under the radar because it was offside. But <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that he's, he went past about three defenders yeah, from the halfway line. Van Dijk in the dead, mm. mate. Uh, mm. not, not hard that this season, but yeah. Yeah. Clayton, specific question for you, mate. You're not uh, Wiss's biggest fan. <laughs> I was, I stood, <laughs> I stood next to Clayton at Spurs. Um, did you think the dog's abuse that Clayton was giving him throughout the game? Did you think he made amends for for that goal at the end after what you thought was a pretty poor performance? Well, I just I find it baffling how um, a professional footballer struggles to play ninety minutes because <laughs> he, he is my Mister Super Sub, isn't he? And and that literally from about. 60 minutes on, he was not pressing. Yeah. And he was walking back. Uh, he looked like a big lad. Um, and yeah, he just looked a bit knackered. But I mean, it was a good fit. Like, he got himself in the right position. Mm-hmm. I, I was a bit surprised that uh, Frank took off Sharda. I thought he was having a good game mm. uh, and looked a bit more live than Weezer. But then. I don't think Sharda's done a full 90 yet, has he? Don't think he has. He gets he gets hooked. I remember because when we played uh, a couple of weeks ago at home, he got hooked towards the end, and there was a big groan mm, mm, in the stand mm. when he got hooked. But, but yeah, maybe mm. maybe he's just maybe he's just to answer there. to answer your question. No, he did make up for it because he at the end of the day he was in the right position. Yeah, and it was a good composed finish. Um, so yeah, he did but, make up for it. But he just frustrates me. I think especially in that first half off the ball. If if we're going to go up top with him as a nine next season, I'm 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 pretty convinced we need another. Oh, another, yeah. another striker in because that first half he was pretty diabolical it's like you say it, it, he was playing as a nine but he would drop into midfield and then not look for the ball but in the second half he was drop, he did drop in mm-hmm. and that uh, was it the first the equaliser he won the ball from the throw in like took a nice big touch round the centre back and then played through played through Brian so yeah. like he, the stuff he was doing wrong in, in the first half he, he did rectify it so mm-hmm. he, he had a good game overall but it just I don't know. He's not the most energetic, and he can't really press very well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's definitely a great player to have. Uh, he's a good finisher. Uh, I think we we're saying. In the, was it in the I, think lot, I, think, I think a lot was on him, though. I think to be honest with you, the first game about Ivan Tony really, um, obviously after the well, it was after the announcement earlier in the week about it was obviously his ban. We'll touch upon that later. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure on him. I'd say. Uh, you are right in saying. I, I feel that he was dropping too deep in the first half. Um, second half, he adjusted. Maybe something from Frank. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe just you know. Go looking for that ball a bit more, or maybe play slightly, you know, you know, slightly further forward like, as he was meant to be as a striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, composed finish to finish off, um, and uh, yeah, no, it was great to see him score a goal. So, so you were talking about the pub. Go on, carry on, please. No, no, no I think <laughs> we we're just saying uh, we so, uh, so well, I, it wasn't me actually. Just to clarify, but saying he's a better finisher than Tony. I can't, I can't remember who said that. It might be Naughty left. Oh. Someone, someone, someone said that. Someone did say that. Do you know what? One on one of not, the goalkeeper. Not an outrageous take. Not an outrageous take. If, if you play something. No, I back Whistler. I back Whistler. I mean, there's a couple of instances where he's got. I think of Southampton away when he goes in, slots it. Never, never really had any doubts that he was going to I don't really have a memory of him uh, going through one on one and missing. Missing. I'm sure there's one. Where's his like, and Bremo just like put it wide. Anyway. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I well played in Bremo. Yeah, we've given him Bremo's props and, and rightly so. I thought um, you mentioned it briefly. Aaron Hickey mm. was really, really good. Yeah. Has been in the last few games. Yeah. It's funny how yeah. the, the script can kind of flip because I hey, remember when that, podcast, when that uh, City, that. When that city bid came podcast. in, mm. everyone on Twitter was like, oh, Hickey's nowhere near this, nowhere near that. Take the cash, we'll, we'll get another player in. And now everyone's kind of saying, bloody hell, Hickey's actually quite good. Yeah. Um, 
but no, another he, he was quality, and quality, he has been last form. last few games. Very much so, very much so. I mean, it's you know, apart from that one bit of brilliance on on Saturday from Tottenham. And uh, I personally don't think they did very much until the 95th minute when mm-hmm. they had those two chances. Um, fantastic saves from Raya, of course. Uh, but no, he kept their best players at the game. He kept Son out the game. He kept Kane out the game. His positioning, obviously, he won that ball um, for, the, for, for the, the second for, goal. Yeah. For the second goal. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he he looks a quality player. And I've always said I think he's better on the left. But actually... I may be doubting myself now, actually. I think that performance on Saturday was incredible, you know. Obviously, because he's predominantly left foot, um, it's obviously quite difficult, I feel, to to be playing on the right. Um, But no, he did very well. He did very well and is keeping Roslev out of the team as well. So, I mean... Uh, you know, and to touch upon again that pass into Mumbuemo. I Perfectly think that's probably right. one of the best balls we've seen this season. Yeah. One of the best assists we've seen this season. So uh, full credit to him, and uh, yeah, keep it keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, we we talked about if we were a better team without Ivan in the last pod. We kind of agreed that we weren't, especially especially against teams from the big six. I actually think the first two goals might have not come about if Tony was on the pitch. I think I feel like with the first one. Uh, Hickey might have been tempted to lump it forward to Tony when he comes inside. Mm. With the second, uh, no, sorry, with the with the second one, I meant for the first bit, and then for the mm. for the first one, I might. I don't think it really happens with Tony on the pitch, but that's what I mean. I kind of think, I think it buys into that kind of idea that I think we see the best out of Mbemo when Tony's not playing. Gets when he gets in behind defence. Mm. Sometimes it's just one pass too many when Tony's on the pitch. I've, mm. I've, maybe I don't know if I'm j- jumping to conclusions Sweet. just because he's been gone. Just well, you did tweet at half time that. Something about us. <laughs> no, I see this tweet actually. Really, really. <laughs> and then after the game, just said you're joking. I was only joking. The second <laughs> jinx of a tweet Shocker. you've done. Is that tweet still active? Is this? It's still, it's still there? there. Right. Yeah, no, that's a retweet then. Yeah. It? But, but I was. Uh, I was only joking, lads. Um, no. no. I think we're. We. I think what helps as well is that when Tony isn't playing, we've got that bit of extra pace up front. And obviously, Wiss is a bit quicker, I think, than yeah. than, than Tony. Um, so that helps. And uh, you are right in saying possibly we may not have scored those I think two goals. With that first goal, mm. I don't think Tony, because Wissy is quite pacey, I don't mm. think Tony has that kind of burst. At the same time, mm. though, burst. Like that Tottenham back four was so fragile. Because mm-hmm. you imagine if Tony played against them, he would have had a yeah. day. Yeah. So I mean, he didn't last year, but... But did you see who was playing? Yeah. It was Longley and Daphne Sanchez. Yeah. They were no. awful. They were pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move, we'll move on towards the end of the game. A uh, couple of big saves from Raya towards the end. How much how much of a miss is he going to be next season? Um, I think he, he will be a big miss. I mean, he's, you know, what he does is also kind of controls that back line as well. I feel he, you know, a lot of communication now. I feel like we've struggled with that in the past with, with keepers, um, communicating with his back line. Um, and also his, obviously, getting rid of the ball as well and obviously getting the ball forward quickly. Um, we're going to miss that. We're really going to miss that. And I, I feel... You know, I whether I feel it's a good move for him to move wherever wherever he's going. There's a lot of talk in the Premier League, Tottenham. That is not a good move for him, in my opinion. You've got everything that's going on at Tottenham at the mm-hmm. moment. Unlikely they make Europe. If they do, then they're going to be in the Conference League. Well, yeah. he might he may well get that with us. Um, and I feel he could break through into the Spain team if he's with us. So. I think yeah, we're going to miss him massively if he goes, and and you know whether it work out for him, we'll wait and see. But um, obviously, his agent's pulling off a few, few things behind the scenes, by the sound of things. So it's we'll wait and see. But I'll, I'll be glad to see him go. Glad to see him go for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I, I think to answer your question, uh, we're not going to miss him because he's not going to leave. Because mm. we're going to ah. get Europe. Tottenham aren't. 
Okay. He's not going to go Spurs. I think he might get United. No, they, they, no, because after, after De Gea had that uh, stinker the other week, Dan Hag said after the game we're extending the contract. Really? Yeah. I don't think they should. But, but uh, Chelsea might be sniffing about it as well. Yeah. Uh, wow. They don't. They've got three players. There's seventy million for Kepa. How forty million for Mendy? Apparently, both, Mendy's, Mendy's, both, both of them are going. Apparently, apparently so. so yeah, I, I, I don't. Thing. I don't think it'll be a next season. Personally. Yeah, that was a bit of a TS take. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too far from too far from me. I, I think he'll go. I think even if like Spurs didn't have Europe, he'd probably go. It's still an upward move. As yeah. More money at the end of the day. Realistically, we could offer him, uh, you know, a, a great contract. And I think we have offered him yeah. two very good deals. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's something that he doesn't want to take. He want. He feels he's gone as far as he can with Brentford. So. As frustrating as it is, sounds like we've got another keeper coming in. Um, I haven't seen much of him, but I've heard some very good things so far. So, you know, we'll wait and see. But, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I think when we've had David Ray for as long as we have, it's going to be a huge, huge miss. And, uh, you know, for people like Ethan Pinnock at the back, you know, they've been together for, you know, since the since the championship. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a big, big miss. So mm. we'll wait and see. But if he goes, I wish him well. If not, he's going to go down as... If if, yeah. we, if we finish above Tottenham mm. and he goes to Tottenham, mm. then I wouldn't wish him well. I think then then there'll be a little bit of animosity. You've got to. His reasons for going is I'm, I want to play Champions League football. I want to play in Europe. Yeah, if we if we if we got Europe and then he fu- and then he fucked off to Tottenham anyway, I, th- I feel I, there's more to it. Top four's never been so competitive either. Like so, like they're not guaranteed. I mean, they're in a bit of a shambles at the moment, aren't they? Spurs. They're not guaranteed to be back, especially as like Kane left. Yeah. So, no, you make a fair point. Yeah. I feel there's more to it, though. I feel like he... We've seen with Brentford players, apart for only a couple who have made international appearances, David Ray has only got into the team. He hasn't got off the bench. Yeah. Um, So, he could see probably a chance at Tottenham to get more record... Uh, yeah, more no, recognition mm-hmm. yeah. um, obviously you know I'm, I'm going to touch upon it Rika Henry should be in that England team which was announced today that's another thing if he went off to another club possibly he might get a bit more recognition from Southgate but I feel if he went, goes to Tottenham he'll be a bit more in the spotlight regardless of whether he is in Europe or not um, and obviously get him that Spanish obviously appearance which, he, which yeah. he's waiting for mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I disagree with the point that uh, I, f- I feel that he, you know, he, he he's doing it probably more for Spain, if anything, to get that to get that appearance. Yeah, so disagreement's good. That's why this is the best Brentford podcast out there. Yeah, guys. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've now got all of the big six since we played since we played in the Premier League, beating all of them. Saw Jay's mm-hmm. tweet with the uh, Thanos Infinity yeah, Stones. Great, absolutely. some achievement that. Mm-hmm. Take to take three points off it. Every, in two every seasons. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's great. It's crazy. I know. And I don't think we're getting enough recognition. You know, again, I mean, it's you look at it on Saturday. I was watching, waiting up, waiting for match of the day. <laughs> of course, I fell asleep before we got on because we were on later than Manchester United yet again. Like Virgin Media. We're literally oh. always late, last, aren't we? And it's embarrassing. I mean, look, if you're watching, put us on first. I think you've only done it two or three times this season. But I mean, look, that was a great performance in the second half. And you've hardly touched upon it. You know, you spoke about Thomas Frank very briefly, but there were some quality performances there. We've yeah. gone there to a. T- all right, they've lost five and seven Tottenham, but Brentford going <clears> there and comfortably bleating Tottenham yeah. should be worth more than a 1 0 for Manchester United against Bournemouth. And no disrespect to Bournemouth, but Manchester United should be beating them comfortably, not 1 0. We should have been on before yeah, them. Well, it it um, was down to the fact there's a lot more Man United fans than there are Brentford yeah, fans, well, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's frustrating as well because, again, I think the FA not picking Thomas Frank 
as manager, yeah, or one of the top six managers in the league, and picking, picking. Okay, yeah, Marcus Fulham. Silver. Yeah, I mean Fulham. They all right. They've had a they've had a good season. So they've won place below yeah. us, and they got, just got promoted. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But and Emery's done a very good job. But to not pick Thomas Frank, the only team to go to the Etihad this season mm. and win. I mean, the FA must have some serious, serious problem with Brentford Football Club because, honestly... This is a clip, guys. This is. <laughs> this is it, honestly. I'm telling you, you're watching now, the FA. Honestly, you've got Football a serious problem. The FA is corrupt. I've been calling it all day. But, I um, mean, it's wrong. It's wrong. But We'll get, we'll get to the FA. We're going to talk about England. Um, anything else Thank you want to talk about from the Tottenham game before we move on? Um, well, yeah, I don't want it to be a Tuesday night next season, so please, yeah, if you're watching that, I don't want to go. It's a pain to get out of, but yeah, other yeah. than that. It's much better when it's light. Or 12.30. It's l- uh, less chance of getting stabbed. <laughs> nice walk from Seven Sisters, though, so if you want to get your 10,000 steps, I mean, you're, you're doing a good job walking from Seven Sisters, but yeah, overall. Perfect, cool. Lovely. Well, I thought we'd talk about a little bit about Ivan Tony. I've not actually written anything down for this section. <clears throat> Obviously, news broke last week that uh, Ivan's been banned for eight months from all footballing activities, meaning we won't see him play for Brentford until January 2024, if he, if he decides to stay. don't know. We'll see what happens. Just, first of all, initial thoughts on the ban. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I completely disagree with it, to be honest with you. I mean, I think the FA have made an absolute fool of themselves, really, as has been discussed today by the England manager, Gareth Southgate. Um, eight months, the FA... Um, I mean, let's talk about the EFL, actually, because most of this happened when he was involved in yeah. the EFL. Yeah. And at the moment, who are they sponsored by? Skybet. Sky Skybet here, Skybet there, Skybet everywhere. Hollywood bets. Hollywood bets. I mean, Every, everywhere, everywhere. And... That is not good enough. That is simply not good enough. And they've stayed very quiet in all of this. I'm not surprised. But there needs to be a serious look into how this has happened um, for so long. And I feel I feel sorry for Ivan because, you know, clearly if you've had 230-odd bets, you know, I don't want to say he's got a bit of a problem, but, you know, obviously there might be a slight problem I think there when you where... actually look at it, but over the period that he's mm, been investigating, like once, once, once a week, week one bet yeah. a week. I mean, like... No, I, yeah, no. It's, it's no different from... It's no different from every other, no. every other young boy that goes goes to football every single week. No, Give absolutely. me a Premier League team that's sponsored by something that isn't a betting company, just as an oh, example. That's a blooming good question. Because um, I was just trying to think of one to use it as a, an example. Bournemouth? I was going to say Bournemouth. Who's, um, who's, who's, but mind you, you look in the back room, isn't it? The, 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 on the no, but program. I, I'm actually trying to think of something to give an example. I just can't. Mm. I can't. I, I, I'm pretty sure all of them have like loose ties to back gambling companies. Mm. I'm, I'm sure, sure we're missing. But like, there's there's a few. There's like six clubs with, with so betting on their front shirt on the front of their shirts. I don't mm. know why this comes to mind. As it was a few years ago, but so United was sponsored by Chevrolet for like a season, weren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's like um, a Man United player for it, for it to be Not illegal. Yeah, illegal for a, a football player to drive a Chevrolet and Man United are sponsored by Chevrolet but they're not mm. allowed to get in the car that mm-hmm. sponsors mm. them. Mm. So, I so if I, I'm sponsored by Hollywood Bets, I'm Ivan Tony, but I, if I use Hollywood Bets, I get banned. It's like punishing a landlord for drinking. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I said it to my missus the other day and she looked at me like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't know if it works. But no. allergies? <laughs> We shouldn't laugh because it, it is a serious topic. It is a big Football thing. really needs to re- revisit its, I, its relationship. I think with, we're with laughing gambling. at the hypocrisy of it. Mm-hmm. We it's, are. It's, Especially when your managers get, of, the, of your national country is yeah. coming out today <clears throat> in a press conference and saying what has happened. 
shouldn't be happening and the support that he is being given is as little as anything. They should be supporting him. And do you know what? Fair play, Gareth Southgate, for coming out and supporting Ivan through this because, you know, it's a big thing, you know. He's banned for eight months. He can't train. I'm not sure how long for. I think they're saying four months or something like that. He's injured. He's not given any support whatsoever. I mean, what is he meant to do with himself? You know, train by himself like we were. In, they were in COVID. What is he meant? What mm. can he do? Um, you can bet. Well, apart from that, you just give a millionaire footballer eight months yeah. to do nothing. What do you think he's going to do? Just, if he's got a gambling problem. Yeah. It's frustrating. The, the, the thing that jumped out to me is how little people know. I think Southgate said he said I called him up earlier and he was like, "Well, I'm not even sure if I'm able to do that." Yeah. Um, Thomas Frank said at his press conference he doesn't know if he can come to the tra- if he's banished from the training ground. Yeah. It's like the FA it's haven't they haven't really given and the report still hasn't come out about the right. the nature of what he's been betting on. Mm. And I feel like if he was betting on his own team, the severity of the sanction would be so much higher than what it is. So I feel like we could probably rule that out. Obviously, I don't want to say that now and jinx it and it come out next week that he's been betting against Brentford. Okay, it probably but has done now. Well. It probably probably has done now. I've said it, but it just it, it just I don't, it just stinks and I don't I don't think it's. I don't think it's morally right, I think. I don't think it's been right from the beginning. No. Because they've been leaking information constantly. Someone in the FA or someone within the football region high up is leaking information constantly, especially about Ivan Toney. Or we've seen it in the past with England national players when there's an announcement due or something like that. Something is leaked and it's not right. It's not right. Even like during um, tournaments for England, there will people in the FA leak the lineups yeah. to the media, and it's like you you are showing the other teams the lineups before the games, yeah. like in the morning, mm. like like it's just yeah, it's, it's just wrong on every level. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So do do you think um, the the next thing to do is offer him a contract extension? And as, as a follow up, do you think he'll he'll sign another contract with Brentford? No, no, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. But I would say right, look, here you go. Here's an offer that you you would like to think he wouldn't turn down. Um, I think it's perfect for him because you, you look at it and you say, well, look, we're going to give you everything you need off the pitch in these next eight months, whether if that's training with us or not. We'll, hopefully we'll be able to give someone off the field the opportunity to work with him over the next eight months. Um, and I would like to say he would he would take an offer, even if it's just a two-year contract or something, just to give us, you know, it, you know, some money, whether it's you know, fifty million, sixty million, whatever it is. I mean, Thomas thinks he's worth about was it hundred million? I think yeah. he said, didn't they? Um, yeah, so, yeah, well, absolutely. But no, I mean, you're getting yourself a, uh, you know, a player there who's worth a lot of money, and I would love to say he'd sign a contract, but obviously we'll wait and see on I mean, that one. I think, I think so. uh, even when we tried to <clears> sign him. The first time from Peterborough, he rejected a deal from us because he was waiting out for a, for a bigger move. I feel like if a bigger club came in for him before he's, his ban actually stopped, before his ban ended, I think mm. he'd be on his way. I think I think even if a club came in for him this summer, he'd try and go, personally. I don't think they will, though. But, yeah, I don't think they'll take the risk. Although they might think they could get a lower price. I actually, do you know what? Now, now that you say that, I think it's someone, you might get, I don't think we'll find out about it, but I think you'll get clubs probably coming in trying to offer under probably what he's worth he's signing a contract footballing activity so like, I thought he was banned for no, that he's not that tough mm. to <laughs> uh, but realistically who would sign him though you think because you look at how he plays as a, as a player who would who? which team would he fit into I think any of the top I think we spoke Bart, me and Mike spoke about this before and I, and I had that the doubts like but then he's succeeded at every single level he stepped yeah. up into 
Um, I think it'd be perfect to Chelsea, United, uh, Tottenham, any of them. I've seen him going back to Newcastle. I don't <laughs> think Newcastle, he's liked. Yeah. I don't think he's liked by a lot of Newcastle fans from what I've seen previously, especially. You know, well, when you kiss the badge. Well, the yeah, yeah, no, year. yeah, absolutely. I mean, he—I don't think he's liked particularly very much by Newcastle they got, fans. They've, they've oh, got I mean, Wilson. Their, their morals well. are, you know, all over the place a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. But yeah, yeah also they do have Wilson and Isaac. And Isaac so. yeah. There you go. You um, but no, I think go. I think kind of any. I mean, if, uh, Harry Kane leaves Spurs. Yeah, he's off. Yeah, that's a good replacement. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's just dependent on whether whether a club takes a risk for him over the summer. But I feel like what? So if 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 a club came in for him now, we'd we'd have to ask for whatever we would be asking in two years if we gave him a contract. Yeah. I don't, I don't think because he's got until twenty twenty until twenty twenty five. Yeah, I don't think anyone will come in until um, they've the FA finally released that actual statement that says yeah. what he'd been banned for. Yeah, um, specific activity. Mm. Yeah. Um, but no, I think the only way we get him to sign something is if he. Um, if we give him ample support kind of through the next eight months and he's so grateful for, for what the club has done for him which I hope he would be that maybe he would reward kind of the club with, yeah. his, with his ability as a player mm-hmm. for, for a bit if yeah like Ham said even if he signs like a two year contract and gives us another year yeah. but yeah. I don't know how old that makes him after at like the end of 26 at the end signed, of 2026 yeah like mm. well if he's 27 now 26 now 27 now I feel like it's mm. not sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One for Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's um, until until that statement's released, it's, it's just a bit strange. Uh, can't really get my head around it, mm. to be honest. But mm. yeah, if we mm. got we got some questions from the GPG, we'll move on to that. Unless there's anything else you wanted to add. I, to I that. was just going to ask, um, given we don't agree with the ban, what would your if you were running the FA and you were in charge of this betting stuff? What uh, aside from maybe obviously sacking off all the betting sponsors and et cetera in football, what would your punishment for Tony be? I don't think there should be a punishment there. I, I think unless you, you, you I, I would say you can bet on any team that isn't your own. You should be, no, why is it one so. rule for fans and one rule for players? No, because it, it, it brings into question sporting integrity, isn't it? Because like, because football is no more. Or what, No, what do you because mean? like uh, Tony's make a play for, well, yeah. someone, someone not, let's not take Tony for example, but, if I play for Middlesbrough yeah. and I'm betting on Luke, I'm betting on I don't know Sunderland mm-hmm. uh, not a good example someone leads to I'm betting on Acton Stanley mm. um, but my my mate that I used to play academy football with plays for them that's mm-hmm. not my team but he, he could I mean I could text him on WhatsApp ask him what their lineup's going to be mm-hmm. so there's no way I, I think footballers shouldn't be allowed to bet I think that's fine but I think it shouldn't be so glorified in sponsorship and then the punishment should be so severe. No, eight months without football. No, yeah. I think give it okay. Give a big ban, uh, not a big ban. Sorry, big um, kind of monetary fine. I would say is probably a big thing. I I would uh, I would say, um, and then a suspended kind of term. If he was to do it again in say like a year, then ban him for eight months. Yeah. So give him a second chance here and say, listen, look, what you've done off the field, not good enough. If you do it again. We're just gonna we're gonna throw the book at you and say look, mm-hmm. this is this is when we're gonna you haven't learned your lesson. We're now gonna we're now gonna we're gonna throw the book at you and we're gonna give you an eight. eight I think I think we should we should say like Tony has broken the rules. Tony is in the wrong here. Yeah, he, know, he knew the rules before before we start like getting into. No, that's my what, opinion. That is the he right, knew the rules. A ban is the right uh, punishment, but the way in which the FA have gone about and it. It's taken six months to get there as well. Um, just the whole process is it, it, pretty dire, but I think there's a a rule and there's a rule for a reason mm. in terms of like match fixing and that kind of stuff. But yeah, the way they've gone about it 
um, you'd hope the kind of um, uh, players, you, uh, what's it, Football Players Association, that they all pay money into. PFA. Yeah, the PFA. They'll be supporting him as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think a band's, a band's justified. I mean, some, it makes you wonder how he, for 232 bets, over how many, we will know details more. I want to know how it even how the FA how came around that, yeah how, how did, did it go for that long like mm. did, did, was there a whistleblower did, did it come up in algorithms because it's been going on for so long it just doesn't mm-hmm. make because your point mm. about pulling them up and then saying if you do it again you'll get banned is a good idea but if he's gone like seven years of doing it without someone realising that it doesn't really work yeah but I think you know they, 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 he, I, I feel look he, he well I mean it, it would I think it would but the problem of the matter is, I think, look, this is why I do think someone should sit down and say to him, listen, you know, it's not right what you've done. Um, and yes, you will get punishment again, should you do it again. But, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a good argument. It's a very good argument. But, you know, I, I disagree with what the punishment is. And yeah, and if, if it's that bad, then yes, he should have been pulled up for it ages ago. Because he's been 230-odd bets. I mean, you say one a week, then that's what? That's... Seven, six, what, six, seven years, do you say? Yeah. I mean, before we so, move on to the questions, it's mm. just probably worth pointing out that we don't actually know any of the facts here because mm-hmm. of the lack of transparency from the FA. I, so if we have misrepresented or mischaracterised anyone, we, it's, it's not been on purpose there. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's not really out of our fault uh, if we're kept in the blind of the public. I know, yeah. You can't ban someone can't and bring, then not say why. You can't why. Like, break news like this and not, nah. not give any backing towards right. it. But yeah, we'll, we'll move on to the questions. Uh, we got uh, Dynamite on the GPG asking, should we go 3-5-2 against City or gamble on pet pressing players for the Champions League final and hit them with an aggressive 4-3-3? What do no, you think? Uh, definitely a five at the back. Five at the back. Because they play like four strikers. Yeah. Uh, and also when they rest players, it doesn't really mean resting players. They just bring in no, another player who's as good as yeah, whoever de- started. Definitely not. No, sorry. Callum? I'd play same formation, don't change anything. But, I mean, certainly something to look at during the game. I think, you know, if they're playing a game like they did on on Sunday against mm. um, Chelsea, they just looked off off the pace completely. They already <laughs> I, won the league. I know they won the league, but, you know, a few of the players there who haven't played much, what an opportunity it is to go and prove a point that, you know, I want to be in the Champions League team or the FA Cup team. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. There was a lot of players in there who could have done something, but they didn't. Well, yeah, I, I know they are, but I mean, look, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, if they play like that, we're going to beat them quite comfortably. As oh, simple as that. Oh, Callum, they're literally well, that's like that's a big call. Callum, literally, they're literally. <laughs> look, the, I know they've already care. won the league, but they literally are the, like, one of the best care. teams ever in football. You look at the chances Chelsea had on Sunday, and if they do that against us, we're better than Chelsea, as you've just said. They're no, shit. They, they, they so, did have some chances, Chelsea. They did. I'm not saying we can't get a result, but I don't. Think we can play four at the back when they play like a striker and four strikers behind, mm. and and then try to press them against Pep Guardiola's Man City. So I don't oh, quite think that's going to work. It might work. You never know. But I mean, look, look. Let's just see how it, how the game progresses. I would err um, on the side of caution. I would I would start with a five. But if yeah, if I mean if if it looks if it looks like we're we're actually playing really well, we could change it half time. Go yeah, to absolutely. Four. We've seen that on. Yeah, I mean. I think he certainly will change how... Uh, I don't think Onyeka will start on, on Sunday. I think Damsgaard, yeah. one of the best performances he had on Saturday. Yeah, no, so don't cha- that. change yeah. that. Other than that, I wouldn't change the team at all, to we, be honest we with you. we got hairdresser asking kind of a similar question. He says, does Sharda's ability to track back and defend like Brian nullify the mm. need to play a 3-5-2? And it makes a good point because That's there were a few times point. against Spurs where Sharda got back 
made a tackle and got us back Did up very the well. So good. So you know that you kind don't of see that as, I don't think you see that as much from Embraimo, which is uh, which why I like that. Which why I liked Shadow. how he was doing it yeah, on, yeah. on Saturday. And uh, yeah, it was great. He's not afraid to track back. Um, and I think we saw a bit more of him on Saturday, which is good. So yeah. I mean, turn up on Sat- turn up on Sunday and do a bit more of that, and that goal will come. I'm, sc- he's t- I'm telling you now, he's scoring on Sunday. There nice. we go. We will continue. Callum, just me and you now. Clayton's gone. Um, mm-hmm. Have you done an away day section before? I have not, no. Have you, no. Have you listened to one before? I have not, no. Okay, cool. So on an away day segment, mm-hmm. we will give a random game, a Brentford game in the last sort of 10 years. Yep, yep. Uh, it will be your job to tell me the score and the goal scorers from that game, and then oh, we can wow. have a little chat about some of the, the, the goal scorers. Go on then, go on then. Let's after. go for it. Before you answer, give give the listeners um, five five seconds to reply, because I think you might have this one in the bag. Oh. So the game I've gone for this week is Sheffield Wednesday away in 2017. We were playing in a red and white kit. I think you know who scored. Sorry. I can give you a clue if, if you're not if you're not confident. Did we win? We did win. Oh wow! Okay. We oh, and uh, the, the two goal scorers were both defenders. Both defenders was it Harley Dean? Harley Dean was one of them. Correct. <sighs> 2017. Um, who was the other? Who was his? Who was his centre back pairing? Didn't Tony Gregg was it? No, no, no that's no, way too late. No, yeah, uh, 2017. I'm going to have to pass on that one. John Egan. John Egan. John Egan. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. See, that's one I didn't go to, actually. So you got me on that one. <laughs> to be fair, you got me go on either. that one. <laughs> I didn't go either. But I thought, so my thinking was, I saw um, Harley Dean was released by Birmingham City yes. this week. So I yeah. thought I'd get a game where he scored. So well, we why can have not? a chat about Harley Absolutely. Dean. Absolutely. Just thoughts on Harley Dean's time at Brentford. Obviously, pretty mm. pretty up and down. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I think he was a, he's a quality player for Brentford. I mean, what he, what he did on and off the pitch. Yeah. Uh, I think he was a fan's favourite. I look back at how he got the team going after the, uh, obviously the Trotter penalty yeah. miss. Um, there's a video with him with Forshaw when we scored that winning winning penalty against Swindon, yeah, yeah. you know, hugging, hugging um, Forshaw, you know, giving it to the fans who were pitch invading in their thousands at the time. He was a really good player. I mean, and he had the, he had the club at heart, really. And obviously, we took him in on loan first of all, and then we then signed him on a permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a great player for the club on and off the pitch. And uh, you know, he left in in bad fashion, I yeah. would say, with how he left to Birmingham. Um, but um, I only, you know, I, I wished him well. I think I forgive mm. him now. I think I forgive yeah. him, especially after that. When do you remember when we beat him five 0 mm. at home? And we oh, I know. Cheer up, Harley Dean. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But no, he's great. I mean, I, I, I hope he goes on and gets a big move now. I mean, he was on loan at Sheffield Wednesday, got injured at a bad time, and then obviously went back and played his two hundredth appearance, I think, or something like that for for Birmingham. Or he made a landmark while yeah. he was at Birmingham on his last on the last day. So. Yeah, I wish him well. Hopefully, he can get a. Uh, he's a top League One player, I think. Yeah, so yeah, I would say so. Don't see a reason why he can go and do yeah. a few things there. So yeah, I wish him well and uh, let's see what happens <clears> with him. Yeah. Also, also in the lineup that day was um, Dan Bentley. Mm, in goal. Dan did Bentley. you see his absolute howler for Wolves? I did. I did. Do you know what? I, it was frustrating because up to then, I think he. I was commenting on how well he had done yeah. on the GPG the week before at Manchester United. <laughs> um, some really good saves there at Old Trafford to be thrown in at a deep end. Um, up against a full strength Manchester United team and, and keep it to a 2 0 scoreline with them scoring the second in the 90th minute. Um, you know, I met Dan Bentley quite a few times. He lived local to me in Staines, so he was a great guy to bump into. You could speak to him whenever you wanted to. And uh, no, he's a great keeper. And yes, it was a bit of a blinder, but I mean, you look again on, Sat- on, on Saturday when they played, he put some great saves he in. Did. And, and I think they've got themselves a great backup 
uh, goalkeeper there at Wolves. Really? So, yeah, I think so. Even after his, those seasons with yeah, Brentford? Yeah, I think really? so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look, he went to Bristol City and did very well for Bristol City as well. Um, I'm not sure why he left, whether he whether it was down to money or down to maybe relocating to a different part of the country. Who knows? But, I mean, he's pushing, I'd say, Jose Sarr there for the number one spot. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Oh, I know, well, I know well, Wolves have been getting enough. onto Wolves fans have been getting onto Jose Sarr for this season mm. for how he's performed, but Dan mm. Bentley is not the answer. You never Dan, know. Dan no, 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 he is. No, look, he made one mistake. He made one mistake on Saturday. Do you not remember when he played for Brentford? It was every look. bloody game. It was <laughs> every single game. Look, he was a very good keeper in there as well. You've got to remember, he, he went from South End to Brentford. Quite a big jump yeah. at the time. Um, did very... I think, look, yes, he did make a few mistakes in there, and you, you will look back at that, but... Mm-hmm. He also did very well for Brentford and got a very good move to Bristol City and then on from Wilson there. So, look, you know, he'll be pushing for number one okay. next season. All right, I'm sure. get, I think you're giving we'll him the see. benefit of the doubt. We'll, we'll see. We'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, Ryan Wood's also in the lineup that day. Honourable yeah. mention for him didn't actually get into mine and yours teams for that uh, 2013 yeah. to 2023. Yeah. I was really thinking about putting him in because I, I just think what a, what a player. On an absolute Rolls Royce no, midfielder. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's weird because I think. How with how good he was, I don't think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said he was good enough for the Premier League, but I would have said in the Championship he'd be the best player in the league. Agreed. Um, but mm. I wouldn't. But I never would have given him that move to the Prem just mm. because I don't think he got around as quickly as others. He he wasn't no. the quickest, but just some of the the ability to spray a ball and dictate the play in the way he decides. Reminds, reminds me of someone like Barry Bannon. Very much so. Yeah. Very and much. Those, so. those kinds of players that they're perfect in that. If he was in the Championship pushing for promotion, I'd back him. But you know his, his career's kind of plateaued a little bit. Mm. But yeah. No, no, hey, very much so. I mean, I look back at um, you know one of his finishes against Reading, for example, yeah. where we were treated to some quality goals. That's that that game. Uh, he was a. I mean, how he, as you rightfully say, dotted that ball around mm-hmm. the midfield, um, and then he had the finishing touch there as well by scoring a good few goals as he did as well. So yeah, no, I mean. Uh, it was a shame. I mean, I would have liked to have put him. There was many players I would have loved to put in my eleven there, and he he could have, have been one of them. Votes on that one, by the way. I'm, I'm I, I was losing actually. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. Um, but I mean, look. I mean, he was a great player. I'm surprised you admitted Tombs. I thought that was a banker. Look, I mean, I, I do you know what? I look at Tombs and I say, when he left us, um, he went on loan yeah. to Portsmouth. Yeah, and then he remember. came back and was just. Incredible, yeah. wasn't he? Best um, player by a mile yeah. on, any, on any game on yeah, the pitch. Absolutely. And I'm glad he's he's still around, still playing very well as well. Um, uh, so hopefully he continues playing for some seasons to come. And yes, I would have liked to put Toombs in there, but look, Christian Norgard, you can't. You can't no, I don't, yeah, Christian I didn't. Norgard, yeah, I, I think so. Christian Norgard is acceptable <laughs> in there. We'll, we'll move on to City then. So mm. all to play from the last day. As yep. it stands, we must beat City. And mm-hmm. Villa and Spurs must drop points in their games against Brighton and Spurs play Leeds away. Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? Are you, are you hopeful? I'm hopeful. I've been hopeful. Apart from one tweet a few weeks ago, I've been I, my last appearance on here, I said we still have a chance of getting into Europe. And I look back, when I said at the start of the season we were going to get into Europe, and I, I, look, I mean, anything can happen. We've seen it before when... I look under Warburton when it went to the last day of the season and we were an outsider that day to mm-hmm. get into into the top six and we got in there with results going our way. Now, Brighton Brighton are going to give it all. I can see it. I mean, they've got a game this week. They've got their game in hand, fair enough. So they've got to play another game. Tonight against City, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So they're going to throw everything at that as well. Um, and the manager's already said he wants to get as high as possible. So they're going to give them a good game. Um, but uh, I, I mean, Tottenham, I can't see them getting anything at Leeds. 
other than a draw. Mm-hmm. Leeds is, we've proved it's I a mean, very on the final day, they're fighting for their lives. So yeah. I, I would have backed, uh, looking at Allardyce's games before he took mm. over, the games mm. that he had, mm. I felt like the, the ones that he's played against City and um, Newcastle and mm. West Ham, yeah. I thought lose against City, might nick a draw against Newcastle, which they did. Mm. I, mm. Thought they, I thought they might nick a draw against West Ham, they didn't. Yeah. But, no, no, but no. I didn't think, I, I thought if they've got anything to play for on the last day, mm. I think they would turn Enland Road into a cauldron. It would oh, be very, very difficult for Spurs. No, absolutely. I don't think Spurs deal with pressure very well. I mean, you saw that on, on Saturday with how they kind of nosedived after, mm-hmm. obviously, 50 minutes, it? Yeah. yeah, 50 minutes and the, the protests going on against Levy, which I expect will carry on on Sunday as well. Um, so the pressure will be on them and, and do you know what? I I, I, will say, I I can certainly see Leeds doing us a big favour and yeah, I mean, look, we did him a big favour last year. So we certainly did. You Thank you very much, Leeds United. And uh, I, you know, I want Leeds to stay up. Actually, I really yeah, want Leeds so to I. stay up. So yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, all to play for. I think we can do it. And uh, you know, I hope I hope we do. I mean, look, there's a lot of negativity around playing uh, in Europe, especially on a Thursday night. Um, and then obviously with the extra games, you need the extra squad with that. There, um, but what a Fantastic opportunities for Brentford Football Club, wouldn't you agree? I mean, to, to get into Europe and have those chances of playing around the world and uh, obviously around Europe, sorry. And uh, it'd be great for us. It'd I be know. fantastic. Me, me and Clayton actually chatted about it on the last... Sorry, Clayton and I actually mm. chatted about it on the last episode of the podcast. We said we were talking about West Ham season. Mm. And mm. I think Clayton said, if you if if we if we were West Ham and we were in the UEFA Conference League and we'd been fighting relegation all year, but we were in the final of a European competition, mm. you'd take it all day, wouldn't you? 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know... It's such a big thing you've seen what it has done to the West Ham fans they <laughs> you know they are the, the fans are a lot happier around around obviously than they were previously um, I mean it's it'd be great to see them go and lift that trophy yeah, it'd be great for the for England as well um, so yeah no for, good luck to them um, but yeah no I, I feel it would be great for us mm-hmm. regardless of what they, people say about the UEFA Conference League what a chance it would be to go around, you know, and see Brentford play abroad, yeah. you know. But Iron Apple, you saw West Ham and Iron Apple, yes, I quite please. fancy Shamrock Rovers. That'd Shamrock be- <laughs> Rovers, there you go, a little trip to Ireland there, why not? Why yeah, not? No, so, I mean, yeah, it'd be great. won't be easy, though. I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier. When when City rest players, I don't think they will rest players. I think mm. who they have playing against Chelsea, Cole Palmer and Rico Lewis, yeah, those are the well, two ones that didn't get in. Uh, the ones mm, are the two ones that are yeah. going to the lineup. Mm. I'm not sure he will rest players. Um, but like like we said, when they rest players, it's not really a weakened weakened mm. side, is it? Mm. I mean, it's going to be it's very not. different to the game we played at the Etihad. Yeah, they're, no, they're a different machine much. now. Very much so, very much so. But you know, I mean, they're not lost since they played us. So. They haven't lost since <laughs> they played us. I mean, it says it all, you know. But uh, I feel that we can beat them. Wherever, and as I touched upon earlier, you know, I just feel the team what they had out against Chelsea. They weren't match fit, a lot of the players. You can say there's some good quality players in there, as you've named. Um, um, I think, you know, we've just got to, we've just got to get at them. Get at them, score that early goal, and then the crowd will be, the crowd's going to be up for yeah. it. Yeah. Get behind the team on Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's so much to play for. Let's make this place a cauldron, yeah. and let's go and win that game. I mean, we've talked about more noise, we've, made a play for more noise at the GTEC but I don't think we will need to this weekend I think no. I think it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere yeah absolutely um, any any changes from the lineup against Spurs would you, would you throw Damsgaard in there I threw down I, I mentioned that I threw Damsgaard put Damsgaard in there look I don't think Onyeka did too much wrong on, on Saturday I feel there wasn't any particular good performance in that first half mm-hmm. for us on Saturday no. um, so yes I mean Onyeka I'd take him out because he he, he he kind of plays all over the place. I don't think he has a specific kind of 
centre mid position. Yeah, he's not a six. He's not. A no, really he's eight. not. No, he's no. not. He bombs up forward. He, you know, he, he does. He's all over. He's all over the place sometimes. He is box to box. Yeah, box to box. Yeah. Uh, but really, when there's so much on the line, I feel put Damsgaard in there. And we saw what he can do on on Saturday. Yeah. With some, you know, he had little to, flashes. Yeah, we've seen absolutely. it. We've seen it the whole season. But in the yeah. last the last couple of games, especially mm. the little flashes, they're yeah. more frequent. Absolutely, and he doesn't give the ball away as much. No, he doesn't. Yeah. And he started. He started that first goal. When you think about it, yeah. quick throw into him. He still had to take that ball down yeah. uh, in space and, and, give it and give it to Wissa and yeah. on from there the goal. So yeah, I, that would be my only change. Um, other than that, yeah, keep it the same and get it City basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, predictions uh, for the final day. So score, score for City, and do we get into Europe yesterday? Uh, yes, score. <laughs> we're going to get into Europe. We're going to score. We're gonna, it's going to be two 0 Brentford. Um, we're going to score an early goal. Uh, one thing I think we have to touch upon is something they didn't like is actually the long throws, mm-hmm. set pieces. They did not like that when we went to yeah. the Etihad. We had Tony then, to be fair. Though. True, but we've got Shada. We he's, do. he's yeah. a very strong. He's a very strong. He's a very tall uh, individual. Use him, Ben Me. I know we've seen it over the other week as well at West Ham heading on the heading on the throw-ins. So we need to get as many set piece opportunities as possible uh, and make full use of them. So two 0 Brentford. Um, I feel Charlie's going to get his first goal and Damsgaard in the second half. Um, and yeah, we're going to ride into Europe. That's where we're going. We're going on a we're going <laughs> on a plane. We're going on a plane to Europe. You know That's what? where we're going. I'm, I'm going to back you. I, I think I think we will. I just think yeah. back to that uh, playoffs. The playoffs in the championship mm. on the last day when we mm. had a couple of results that needed to yeah. go away. Yeah. I think Derby got beaten three 0 at home by Reading, which that no one saw right. coming. That was right. We mm-hmm. beat. I can't remember. Did we play Wigan on the last day? We did play Wigan. Yeah. They're already already relegated Wigan, um, which Harry Maguire was in. If you don't remember, do you remember that? Harry, Harry, Maguire? Harry Maguire was in the Wigan defence that day. Oh. Um, so know. yes, I know quite. So there's a fact for you all. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, look, I think we'll do it. I think yeah. we'll do it. Okay. And if we don't look. If we don't, it's still be it's a fantastic season. Fantastic season. Yeah. I hope fans will stay behind and applaud what has been a, a memorable season supporting the club. Um, you know, I, 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 you would, most would say City as the moment of the season. Yes, I would say that. I would say that's one of them. I feel that night against uh, Liverpool was something special. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the atmosphere that evening. We had a lot of Liverpool fans in the home end that night, actually, and just seeing them go out. Uh, of the home end. I think we might have a repeat of that on Sunday. Oh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I mean, it's that was one of the nights I think for the season for me. So yeah, stay behind, clap players as you would do, and uh, yeah, no, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll Perfect. See what happens. I think that'll be a good place uh, to wrap up this week's podcast. Lovely. The podcast will be back next week to obviously look back at that City game. We're also planning on doing end of season review with Jay Harris. Uh, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled on social media for that one. And remember guys, subscribe to our Spotify and YouTube channels, leave us a rating and also follow us on Twitter at The Elam Road and we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers guys, thank you. Lovely. Thank you, Mosey. Podcast Network.